Here we go. You are now listening to Random Rambling with Rock. Get ready for some random shit from Rob Now everybody stand up and lift your arms Put your hands in the sky like you're pinching stars Go piss on Mars! What? It's so random, it's all gravy The podcast is Rob's, yeah, go crazy Yup And all kind of shit like that That's what Rob says when he runs off track Fun fact, tuck that in your brain Fuck that, nutsacks, we act insane And the fast lane's still smooth like butter Rob, dude, you want Last brother. Motherfucker. You might hear that about every other word, but who's keeping camp? The ramblings get so random, what's happening? I'm babbling. So much you can't handle me, chattering teeth. Sound like a battle axe bashing the beat. Don't laugh when I speak, cause really, we're just some idiots. I ain't talking about a little bit, I'm talking fully illiterate. Like little kids trapped in a grown man's body. Acting a fool like Lindsay Lohan party. Like it's a part of your life, we party all night. Blackout, that's how we party it right. Hit the Walmart, cause we bored as shit. Instagram and upload the vid. <laughs> look at it, look at it. Rob hanging out in the Walmart for no reason, just Instagramming, he got his phone out, walking around looking at himself like, hey look at me, I'm walking through Walmart. It's so random, Rob. It's so random, random. but that's what we love. Random ramblings with random Rob. Ramblings. Random ramblings. Motherfucking, random freaking ramblings. motherfucking. Random ramblings. Random ramblings. Random ramblings. Blah, 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 blah. What up everybody, this your boy B-Rob, and I'm back. With another edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week and listening to my show. Or however you listen weekly to your podcast or monthly or biannually, single-annually. I'm rambling because that's the name of the show. Um, If you're a new listener, thank you. I appreciate you giving me a try. And uh, bearing with me, um, the old listeners, um, because of all my computer woes, I'm finally back up and running. I just finished um, not too long ago putting this bitch back together. I had to do some um, open heart surgery on the laptop. Uh, ripped out the old hard drive, put in a new hard drive, uh, bumped up the RAM. And um, now we cooking with gas. You know, we got that new hard drive smell in here <laughs> but anyway we're gonna get this down and to the nitty-gritty i has a couple things happen over the past couple of weeks you know hurricane harvey is hap- has happened over in this area um i'm just getting back to work and everything and um one of my first posts back on the job was um working at a film fema shelter um, they converted the uh, George R. Brown Convention Center downtown Houston to a shelter and everything. So people staying there. They had uh, other um, organizations there uh, providing them with support. Like the DMV came down. Um, I was working with the Social Security office. They set up a little joint down there to help facilitate and uh, get everybody back on their feet during this trying time. You know, people been uh, displaced. Um, lost their homes completely and just kind of stuck in the area. So they've been staying there and they've been giving them food, water, shelter, you know, uh, and just trying to attend to their basic needs as much as possible. But um, while I was there, what it was, uh, Friday was my last day working there and um, saw Janet Jackson. Like, no shit, like 
we was in the same room. We was in the same building. And I didn't get close enough to hand him a business card. Be like, hey, you want to be on the podcast? She probably smacked me in the face with a a platinum saber tooth tiger because, you know, she married to a billionaire. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, and it, that whole experience was weird because, like, I didn't meet her and talk to her. It's just like we was just in the vicinity of each other. I seen her walk by and it's how it kind of went for me because I was at my little area doing my patrols and everything. I was like, man, I'm going to run upstairs real quick and I'm going to get something to drink. So go up the escalator, go up to the third floor, get my stuff. I'm on the last set of escalators. About to um, hit the main floor and go back to where my work was. And I seen all these cameras and these lighting rigs set up. I was like, huh, wonder what's going on over here. Thought nothing of it. Walked right on past when was going back to my booth. And I seen this crowd of people just kind of move around the um, table area where everybody eats and everything. And um, I'm sitting there talking with my co-worker, eating a granola bar. And I look over and um, I was like, I wonder who that is. Because I couldn't really see. Security was all crowded in the front. And uh, my coworker was like, that's Janet Jackson. I was like, Miss Jackson, if you nasty. I was like, oh, shit. And I bit my granola bar. I was like, well, goddamn. I just saw Janet Jackson. And that was it. <laughs> I didn't really give a fuck. But I don't know, man. It's just like I never. There's not too many people that I've been like, oh, God, it's Janet Jackson. Oh, fucking pass out and shit and be all giddy like a fucking schoolgirl or whatever. But shit, let a professional wrestler walk through there. I would have been jumping over tables <laughs> and all kind of crazy shit, right? So, yeah, that happened. Seen Janet Jackson. Didn't meet her, but saw her. She was in my workspace. But anyway, let's get down to business, everybody. My guest this week is the man. That goes by the name of fear. Sean ends. I don't know if it's ends like in like I got some ends, baby. Counting these green, these ducats or ends. I don't know how to fuck you spell say I know how to spell it because I'm looking at it right now. I don't know how to fucking say it. It's I-N-N-E-S. I'm terrible with names. Anyway, the man, uh, one of the hosts of the critically acclaimed and highly touted fifth cast. And it's not like Dave Chappelle fifth, like F I F fifth is F Y F C. And, um, yeah, man, they got a whole little conglomerate over there. They got, um, the F Y F C studio. Um, they got a YouTube channel. Uh, they doing all kinds of things and it's only growing bigger and bigger from here. Got 51,000 followers on motherfucking Twitter. They got a video called Reverse Hawk on YouTube, which has over 100,000 views thus far. And they've been in the podcasting game for over four years now. And it was a special treat for me seeing that um, my computer decided to work just this one time for my man, Sean. <laughs> um, I was as um, you heard on the last episode. My computer shit the bed, had a hard drive issue, so um, I lost a couple of the things that I was working on, and um, after I got it all sorted out, I reformatted the hard drive and um, 
reinstalled uh, Audacity and a couple of other programs I needed to record. Got a uh, fear on. We chatted and everything. Saved the recording to my external hard drive. And then the next day when I went to try to edit the episode and put it together, computer like completely shit to bed. So I thought I revived it and got it working again. But nah, it's just like, fuck your couch. I ain't doing this no more. So uh, today I broke down when bought me a solid state hard drive for my laptop. And as I said before, I got some more RAM in there. I got on YouTube, got my uh, associate's degree in um, taking a computer apart and putting this shit back together. Got this bitch working and here I am. You're hearing my soft and sultry voice recording in your ear holes right now. But um, we talk about a number of things. I mean, what got them into podcasting, um, kids, you know, trends and everything. And um, what he has in the future for fifth cast in the FYC studios, FYFC studios. I left a F out. It's like the old WWE commercial. Get the F out. Anyway, I done said my piece. Um, this is late night hours. I got to go to work early in the AM. So with that being said, here's the latest edition of the Random Randoms with Rob podcast featuring Fear. Okay. Say some things with the words. Yo, yo, yo. Oh, shit. Oh, that was really loud. (laughs) Okay. Try that again. Yo, yo, yo. I'm talking. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. (laughs) Yeah, that shit went red real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shit, man. What's going on? Not much, man. Just chilling. Eating cakes and pies and stuff. Always. <laughs> I love it. It's delicious. Mm. That used to be my catchphrase when I was in the military. Where the people come come through the office while I'm at and they'd be like, what's up, man? What's going on? I said, chilling. Eating cakes and pies, which is <laughs> frowned upon because they want you to be lean and mean and physically fit at all times. Uh, but That makes sense. <laughs> Didn't make sense to my stomach because I love the cakes and pies. Oh yeah, yeah. There's no way I could do it. Well, I mean, you'd, you'd be surprised I'd what you could do. Dishonorable discharge for eating cakes and pies. <laughs> <laughs> man, I mean, what happened, man? Did you uh, freaking were you on drugs? Were you drinking and driving? What happened? I was eating too many cakes and pies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they frown upon that. I would have probably gotten less trouble for drinking and driving on drugs. Yeah, but you put a, you eat a hostess cupcake and that's it. <laughs> yeah, you eat one slab cake to yourself and you out. I know damn, um, what was it? Uh, it was back when um, we was getting ready to gear up for, you know, the first initial um, stages of the invasion of Iraq after 9-11. Mm-hmm. And um, right before everything started popping off, we had a, I think the biggest, um, not a drug bust per se, but people getting caught for doing drugs, 
you know, ever since I've been in the military. Um, I was in North Carolina and I think they caught like 16 or more people that pop positive for, you know, some kind of illegal substance. And um, they brought everybody down to the base theater and they they freaking and JP'd everybody right there in front of everybody. So, you know, they said in the president, we caught all these motherfuckers. Don't think we can't catch you. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So 16 people line them up all in a row and from ranging from anything to ecstasy to cocaine, weed, all that shit got caught. So I can remember a couple of people getting busted. It was um, one guy that I used to work with. It was actually, it was two of them. Dude got caught for marijuana and like, you know, I don't know how they do the testing, you know, the levels or whatever they say they caught him like at the hair end of, you know, if it was like a point centimeter gram or the smallest measure of unit you can use down, he would have got by. That's, that's how low (laughs) his shit was. Damn. Then they had another guy that popped for cocaine. And they said his shit had to be so high. His shit was so high that he had to snort a line before he went there and pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I got common nerve. <laughs> <laughs> so these two individuals or whatever, the, the guy that popped for the weed, I mean, they, they, they stuck it to him. They was getting ready to kick him out of the Marine Corps and everything. And um, the other guy that popped for cocaine, you know, he still got out on an honorable discharge. And mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't understand it. But the guy that popped for weed, like I said, they was ready to throw him out the window and, you know, send him packing, ar- dishonorable discharge, all that shit. But 9-11 wow. happened and we needed more people. <laughs> <laughs> so they reversed all that shit. We gave him his licenses back because we transportation. Son in Iraq. We stayed over there six, seven, eight months. They brought him back and then they kicked him out. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it's cool. You can go over. You can go over as soon as you get back. Nah, remember that shit you did? Mm-mm. Psych. <laughs> we remembered, bitch. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And then, you know, the, there was some other political shit. You know, the guy that snorted the cocaine, he was like a go-getter. He was like the go-to guy in that field. He was like stellar performer other than the cocaine. So, you yeah. know, he had people pulling for him in the right places, I guess. Ain't that the shit, man? I know, man. It's, it's it doesn't matter what profession you're in. It's always who you know. Yep, hundred percent. Always, always. Speaking of uh, who you know, um, what is it like being known across Twitter for having fifty-one thousand motherfucking people <laughs> following you for saying words? And, you know, doing general things in the shenanigans sector. <laughs> <laughs> it is, man, it's a trip. Like, I, I still don't get the things that happen from, from this silly little thing where we just say words and then put them out on the interwebs. And just the, the tomfoolery and jackassery that comes along with it. And, uh, and the people that are like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to follow that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just blows my mind, man. So I mean, with that being said, I mean let's let's time travel a little bit. I got my flux capacitor all fired up and everything, 
and um, let's get up to 88 miles per hour and jettison back into the past. What started this, you know, for you all, the podcasting genre and all this other poop? Yeah, so in a galaxy far, far away, man, we started this thing. And uh, honestly, like, it's it's super weird. So, like, skits and comedy and that sort of thing started um, a long-ass time ago for me. Like, I remember when I was little, I used to listen to, uh, like, um, Dennis Leary's No Cure for Cancer. Um, his stand-up, I used to listen to that. I used to listen to Adam Sandler's uh, albums when he used to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and uh just um jerky boys shit like that like all the stuff that kind of came along and it was just hilarious so we used to have uh like cassette recorders back in the day i know a lot of people listening to this will be like what's that google it bitch <laughs> um but back in the day that's what podcasting was we used to just record shit and then like pass pass these tapes around to our friends and uh and people dug him um so i mean we that that was something i started years and years ago and then fast forward many many years and uh podcasting became a thing and before that like we me razor mdi um who's all on on fifth cast we just always have these super outlandish conversations we just always have and by the end of it you're always like fuck i wish there was a way we could record this and let other people hear it and uh, and then podcasting came to be. Um, we used to listen to a lot of like Kevin Smith and Joe Rogan and stuff like that. I mean, that. who didn't, right? <laughs> it, it, yeah, exactly. I mean, anybody that, that kind of got in the game, that's those because podcasting has been around for a long time, but it's been like religion and science and better yourself and all this stuff. And then it was these stoners that came along and were like, yo, let's just talk about shit and see what happens. And it just kind of rung a bell. So yeah, one day Razor's like, we can do this, man. So we took our uh, rock band mics from our Xbox, <laughs> pl- plugged that shit into his computer, and the rest is history, man. Man. man I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, how long have y'all been doing it? I know... We- uh, Just over four years now. Yeah, because I remember um, shooting y'all in on a, a voicemail for an anniversary show or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, it's it. Yeah, we've hit the hundred episodes. We've been doing it for a couple of years. Like it's just wild. Like, and that's we've had four shows all together. Yeah. Um, and two of our shows have hit over a hundred, and then the other ones, uh, I think they're like thirty or forty something. So I mean, I've been on, I don't know, two hundred fifty podcasts. Like it's it's pretty wild shit. <laughs> I mean, with that longevity or whatever, doing podcasting for over four years now, I mean, does it come hard to y'all to come up with content or is it just a general, you know, conversation between friends the whole time? It can. I mean, so like this summer we took, uh, we put fifth cast on hiatus and we took a break and that's, that's the first time we did that in four years. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like it wasn't, I mean, Razor will say it's content. Um, but there was, I'd say like 60% of our shows, we sit down with nothing to talk about and we crack out an hour, hour and a half. Um, but for us, a lot of it was just like, you end up putting a lot of pressure on yourself or at least we did, especially in the last, I'd say the last two years, we've been working really hard at what we're doing. Um, we had, uh, two shows full time. So we were doing at least two shows a week plus, all the YouTube stuff and everything else that I'm trying to get going. Mm-hmm. 
and it, we just got burnt out. I, so I mean, sometimes it's it's content, but a lot of it's like putting putting that pressure. Like every week, I have to have a show, and if you don't have the show, like what's going to happen? And no, everybody's going to stop listening. <laughs> it's all ridiculous shit, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but this that's just because like now I'm a little over a year now. Um, um this will be what episode eighty eight as um we record now and that's just been a thing for me i never really thought about you know what's next or what is the evolution of this podcast or you know what is going to be the evolution of this podcast i know from episode one to five there's been a dramatic change because i actually put money in and got equipment and stuff yeah wasn't a computer <laughs> it was just all the external shit. I should have put some money on a computer. <laughs> but um yeah, it was just like I knew I was going to do it, but I just wanted to have all the externals if I was going to do it. I want to have it and do it right, you know, the microphones, all the cables that go with it, the mixer. And um still a year later and I say it is a running thing on the show. I still don't know how to work none of this shit. I just, I just turn it on and speak words into the microphone with this fancy pop filter that I'm not quite sure what it does. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense, man. Well, what, what stemmed, what, what sparked your spark to get into the game? S- same shit, man. It was just, um, what is this podcast thing that I hear so much about? And then, uh, I was like, hmm, I wanted to do they talk about wrestling. So I looked up a um, professional wrestling podcast, the Don Tony and Kevin Castle show. Very first podcast I ever listened to. And um, it was just two guys that knew each other in New York. Talk shit. Italian guy, the Mexican guy. I think he's Mexican. I don't know. I haven't listened to that show in years. <laughs> but and what was funny, side note, these two guys were friends for years. They were doing a podcast. They lived in New York and they never met each other in person. <laughs> that's wild that was back then though that was like many years yeah. ago well, when I first heard the show they probably met since then but um, I thought that was weird but it was just essentially two friends talking about professional wrestling and I was like man this is cool what are the things they have out there I like movies so uh, what else uh, Kevin Smith of course uh, never listened to Joe Rogan I heard like snippets of a show, but I never sat down and listened to a full course meal of fucking Joe Rogan. Cause I seen the timestamp. It said three hours and something one time. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, I just, I seen the stand up. I think he's pretty funny, but I just like, I couldn't sit there and listen to Joe Rogan talk all the time. So, I mean, I'm not a Joe Rogan podcast fan. Oh no, the world's gonna end. <laughs> oh, you're gonna get so much hate mail now. Shit. Don't hate me, Joe Rogan, unless you're gonna be on the show. <laughs> but um just listen to all these different it was usually two three person shows talking to, you know, a friend or your colleague or something like that. And I thought, like, man, I could do this shit. I got so many military friends and so many military stories. And fuck it, why not do it? And then I kicked it out around for about a year if I was going to do it or not. And then I just finally pulled the trigger. I bought a microphone, hooked it up to my iPad mini. I took it to work when we had some downtime and we were just, I just turned it on and we just said words and I just mm-hmm. kept it going. 
That's all. That's all you gotta do. It's that easy, man. And now look at you now, eighty-eight episodes in, kicking it still. It's awesome. Yeah, it came faster than I thought. Kind of like prom night. Ew. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, wow, you got fifty-one thousand point two k on. As I look at the fucking <laughs> Twitter, then you just recently had a video go over a hundred thousand views, right? Yeah, that's just crazy. Which I I'm not in that hundred thousand. I haven't even seen it. <laughs> I seen, you know, you know, the Twitter shit, you know, I seen the clip for it. I seen the link tweeting it out and I retweeted it a billion times because that's what I do. I I don't read shit. I just retweet it blindly. <laughs> Maybe I should look <laughs> at stuff. But um, reverse Hulk. What was the imagination process to that whole setup? Yeah, it's pretty funny. So I just pulled it up because I'm curious. It still shocked me, man. So right now it's at uh, one hundred six thousand forty-three views. Like that's that's ridiculous. So anyway, so we published this uh, October nineteenth of uh, twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. So how this came is the, the the big guy in the video. That's my buddy Josh, um, and he he used to work up north with me. And uh, I just I just thought it would be a funny contrast if I took him and then my scrawny little son. And just reverse the roles of Hulk and Banner. And I mean, it was it was a whim. I called him up. I'm like, hey, I got this funny. Like, we didn't write this skit. Nothing. This was all on the fly. And uh, I was like, I got this funny idea. <clears throat> you're gonna pretend. You're like, you're gonna come over. You're gonna be like the skin Hulk, and then shit's gonna happen, whatnot. And uh, and yeah, so we went. We went to the the local store here in Airdrie, and I was just like. Hey, is, can I film like a really stupid YouTube video here? And because it's like locally owned, the lady came out and she was like, "Yeah, was like as long as it's nothing terrible." I'm like, "Nah, believe me, it's not gonna be anything terrible." I save all that shit for my podcast. And uh, so yeah, we just we we filmed it, and it's not it's not even very good. And like, I don't know if you, if you take a look, the comments are ninety percent trolls shitting on us, which I welcome because then i just go at them again like it's just funny to me but like it, it's so bad and there's so many like if i knew this was gonna blow up i would have taken the time to actually write it going through the motions made it a little bit better but we just slapped this fucking lipstick on a pig and threw it on the internet and uh yeah over a hundred and six thousand views Yeah, I had the microphone on mute. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, he fell asleep. I knew I was going to be boring. <laughs> oh, yeah. Little guy just started cussing. <laughs> oh, look at him. He's fighting him off. Oh, damn. He almost sprained his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> damn, he snuck you, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cheap bastard. <laughs> <laughs> It was funny. So as it plays out, I think there's like a little outtake where he, he actually does swear. Yeah, see. see. That, that, was, that was take one. We're like, okay, you know what? Say bull spit, and then that way we kind of get the this, and then we'll just we'll bleep it. And then take one, he's like, bullshit! Like, oh, you little bugger. 
<laughs> you gave him the pass, though, right? Yeah, that's right. I was like, all right, that's good. That's that's funny. That's funny. Oh, and yeah. So yeah, I mean that. I mean, we did that in a, like a day. Actually, I think we filmed both of them on the same day because there's another one where, it, and this was just something we wanted to do for Halloween. Like essentially, this one and uh, and then there's actually one for. Ha- Halloween we did where uh, the reverse Hulk carves a pumpkin. We shot it all in one day. Again, none of it written. Mm-hmm. We're just like, how, how could this be kind of funny? And So we did it. We sat down and I'm like, alright, now do this and do that. And we took did a couple of takes and then we're like, alright, throw it on the internet. Right. And uh, and yeah, it just, it just blew past 100,000. Like, I still don't get it. I still don't get it. Yeah, it's just... Um I'm looking at it now. You know, I type in Reverse Hulk, and it's the very first one that pops up at the top. And um, like I was saying, I mean, I had my microphone on mute for some odd reason. But, (laughs) you know, just looking at the, you know, the overall quality of the video, I mean, it looks good, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, like uh, we, I think it was all shot on an iPhone, to be honest. What? Yeah, we shot that. I think we shot that on Razor's iPhone. And uh, and that's what I mean. We had no audio equipment, no nothing, so it turned out pretty well for just shooting it straight from a mo- or from a, from a cell phone. But like, there's there's funny little things and uh, like that I notice if you if you watch the video again and you notice and when he, he comes out and the the door opens and closes, yeah, you can totally see us all standing in the back. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at that now. That you see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's what I mean. There's like all these little things that we didn't see it until after we put it out, and then we're like, "Oh man, we could have totally done this better." But I don't know. It was it was just so fun, yeah. and like and that's that's essentially like that video kind of encompasses uh, FYFC, man. Like that's just we've only ever did things because we're like, "Hey, uh, this would be funny to us. Let's go do it," and then it turns out other people find it funny too. Yeah. Let's see. All right, yeah, that's that's like the that's a yeah, man, that's a big thing. So I'm looking at all the I'm going through your video thing on YouTube right now, and it and it goes from what five k to a hundred and <laughs> yeah, yeah, just dog, just fucking dog drops. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, because like I mean, I understand as a I mean. A, I guess we all in the same boat as podcasters or whatever. I mean, we we do things that we, I guess, you know, enjoy and we think is funny or whatever the case may be. But to produce your own content, you know, it's just like, I don't know. I guess that's the thing or whatever. Because, I, I, you know, I did um, my thing is Walmart, you know. Yeah. So I'm always on Instagram and Walmart and everything. <laughs> yeah. I love those videos, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. And um, I tried to go, I'm trying to go a step further, you know, because um, what Joe Moffat came down here from the Joe Moffat show, he's originally from Houston and, um, he, you know, he came to visit and then um, they got a comedian named Foxy that lives out here in Houston. And we all got together one day and I brought the equipment and we just started recording, you know, content. So we got a three hour and some change episode floating around out there. Now I sound like Joe Rogan. There you go. Just us in the hotel room, you know, drinking and bullshitting or whatever. And then after the fact, because I love the Walmart so much, I had this bright idea. I was like, all three of us need to go in motherfucking Walmart and just <laughs> record it and talk and 
whatever the case may be. Yeah. And um, Joe pushed out. I'm saying it loud. I hope he's listening. You pushed out. And um, shots fired. Shots fired. And uh, me and Foxy just went. So it was. It, there's two videos. There's a uh, one on my Instagram of her doing a review of the the movie Salt by the Five Dollar Bin, <laughs> and um, giving her opinions on Angelina Jolie. And then there's like another one that's on my YouTube page. It's like ten minutes long, just me and her walking around Walmart while my son videotaping with my camera. And it was weird because you know we were well not so much me. But she was a little bit drunk, just a little bit. <laughs> and um, it was weird seeing this lady cuss out my 14-year-old son <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. And he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, oh, shit. But it was all good, though, man. It's like I had fun doing that, and I want to yeah. do more of that. But at the time, you know, if if you go watch the video – I looked uncomfortable as shit because the whole time I was worried about my son holding my camera, if it, making uh-huh. sure that he got us all in the frame, you know, making yeah. sure you're close enough for the microphone to pick us, pick up what we're saying and everything. But Foxy was just gone on on the course. She was just talking <laughs> and, and I was just like, yeah, uh, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Are we in focus? Am I in the shot? <laughs> yeah. Cause like she, you can see like she's talking. And everything, and really into what's going on in the moment. And I'm just kind of yeah. like looking off to the side, looking at my son and everything. I was like, stand right there. And then it, I was getting kind of pissed because then um, I was like, dude, you the cameraman. Just hold the camera and videotape us. And then he want to come in with his comments on the side and you want to talk and yeah. shit. And I'm just like, dude, just stop. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not on camera personality. You just shut up. <laughs> yeah, so. It was what it was. I, it was my fault yeah. too because I didn't give him the proper cameraman brief. I was just like, "Here, hold this thing and press record." <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I want to train him up. Yeah, but I want to do more stuff like that, you know. And then um, I think my oldest now. I go up in the room. She on a laptop looking at YouTube, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Because that's how I talk to my kids. <laughs> uh, she's like, "I'm looking up how you make money on YouTube." So I'm like, "Okay." I get with her a couple of days later. All right. So you find out how to make money on YouTube by watching <laughs> yeah, YouTube. Yeah, we do it. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah. And she, it was just like the, not the actual producing of the content, but actually how to make money on YouTube. You know, she's like, you go to your settings and you turn on monetization. And I was like, oh, so you know the steps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's she's like, you know, enable the ads. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, no, what are you going to do on YouTube to make the yeah. money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is the content? Not, not, not what the program does to monetize it for you. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, I, I haven't really got an answer from it yet, but I don't <laughs> know. We'll figure it out. Maybe they'll all freaking join in on my shenanigans because I need a cameraman. I can't hold my fucking camera and talk shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's different no. with different with an iPhone, but you know, I got this fancy camera over here with this Rode microphone and all this other bullshit. Nice. Need somebody to help. <laughs> yep. No, that's exactly it. It's the same because we. So when we started doing the YouTube stuff, like, because for a while there, we were recording uh, Fifth Cast and we were just putting it on and uh, just kind of letting it go. It was just another thing to do, and then we started. 
like actually doing um, like a series. We started with FYC drinks mm-hmm. where it was it's literally just us showing you how to mix a drink and then we're smashed. Yes. And uh, and we did that right after YouTube changed its content regulations. So anything that's like adult, uh, alcohol, smoking, anything like that, you have like 24 hours and then it immediately like drops off the YouTube map. Um, yeah, so we picked the wrong time to start a drinking uh, series on YouTube. Yeah. So we we couldn't capitalize on the shit because we were getting around like 80 views and then we started the drink videos and we were getting like 20 views. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Like, because I think I think they're funny, but I, I was drunk at the time. So well, who knows? <laughs> but I'm like, that, that shit's gold. That shit's gold. Um, and then it's funny because I, I showed my daughter. She's going to be 12 in November because she's like hardcore YouTube person. And I'm like, all right, what do you think? And she's like, well. It's not great. And I'm like, whoa, what do you mean it's not great? She's like, well, you got to think about who watches YouTube, Dad. It's usually kids, and they don't give a shit about you drinking. Yeah. I'm like, what if I wore a Minecraft t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that's not how it works. See, and that's um, with my younger two. I mean, the older one, you know, she, uh, what, 16 now. The um, younger two, which my son isn't too much younger. He's 14. And the baby is uh, seven. You know, the younger two, they into the YouTube culture or whatever. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. they always come in here singing, not singing, but uh, saying a catchphrase that they heard from a meme on YouTube or some yeah. shit or like, bruh, or some bullshit like that, which get on my goddamn nerves. <laughs> yeah, my son dabbed on me the other day. <laughs> and I was, I was like, what the fuck? I'm just getting your Cheerios, man. He's like dabbing on me. Oh, no. Yeah, get off that YouTube. What, what are you doing? Yeah, but there's it's a couple of times that I had them record some stuff for me for the podcast. And when they speak, it's in YouTube speak. You mm-hmm. know, it's, the, it's that standard shit. Like anybody that has a, a vlog or anything or they do commentary pieces on YouTube, they all have that same kind of style of uh, talking and everything. It's like, what's up, guys? This is such and such. And we're here doing the blah, 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 you know. Sounds all yep. the same. And when my kid, when the younger two get on here and they talk, that's how they do. They be like, what's up, guys? This is such and such and <laughs> such, such, such. And I'm like, you watch too much YouTube. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But I don't think it's yeah. necessarily a bad thing because, I mean, it teaches them, you know, a format, you know, they can use. And they've seen it so much on so many different YouTube videos and clips and things that, you know, is familiar, you know. Yeah, like he'll like when he he'll sit down and he'll start talking about the cereal box and be like, oh, dad, you know, you see how they did this versus how the old box would be. And then and I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And like he just got that YouTube sort of just the way it's that like inflection, the way he talks. I'm like, just eat Cheerios, man. (laughs) God damn. Yeah, because I remember one time I just. For the baby, the seven-year-old, I just turned the microphone on one time, and I was just like, go ahead, talk about what you want. She's like, okay. And she just started talking about her toys, and it was in that same YouTube speak. It was like, <laughs> all right, guys, today I have a you know, baby alive, and it has a diaper, and it does this and so on. And I'm just like, all right. Sound like a broadcaster to me. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've had uh, I've had my daughter on uh, a couple of times, and uh, the first time was uh, I want to say two years ago, and then I had her on just this past Halloween, and uh, and I thought she'd be shy, and she just slayed it. Like I couldn't believe it. I just sat back and I I was listening to her show. It was crazy. I don't know. And it's like um, my kid, the the baby. She's just like me. It's just like. If you give her a script, cause like, you know, people have asked me to get her to record lines and stuff for, for the projects and whatever. Mm-hmm. So if I go up to her and be like, Hey, somebody wants you to record for me, for them or whatever. She'd be like, yeah, let's do it. And then I'd be like, all right, here's what I, they need you to read. And she's like, Oh man. And she's like not into it. And she ain't <laughs> putting the effort for it or whatever. But if I just turn the microphone on, just like, go ahead, talk about whatever you want. And she's just all into it. She's just all over the place. Just talking about all kind of random shit. That's awesome. That's so cool. And that's what I mean. And like, I don't know about you, but I find that my kids are way smarter than I was at their age. Debatable. Like it could it could be because I'm stupid. Like I'm not not gonna lie, the the bar is pretty low. Yeah. But like sometimes I talk in the things that they talk about, like my like my 12 year old, the the conversation I've been having conversations with her since she was a baby about all kinds of shit. Like yeah, like deep deep shit. Like why are we here? Uh, who is God? Like just I'm like what the fuck? Like back then I would be like I want to play GI Joes or. And no, they just, I don't know, some next level shit with these kids. Well, I think what it is, is um, it's the technology, man. I mean, we yeah. were the way we were because of the lack of technology. But now mm-hmm. they have anything and everything in their fucking phone or tablet or whatever, man. Because like, okay, when you were a kid, when you actively went outside and played with your friends and all kind of stuff like that, what was your favorite TV show to watch whenever you came home? Or, you know, early in the morning on the weekends? Um, That's a tough one. I mean, I think I watched, like, Saved by the Bell. I think it was the one that I really remember watching. Okay. Now, at that time, Saved by the Bell was live. It wasn't damn, you know, on Netflix. It wasn't, you know, you can pull up an app and watch the whole complete season. I mean, it was being filmed, you know, week to week or however they did it back then. So, mm-hmm. For us then, without the, you know, internet, uh, freaking DVR services or anything, or, I mean, the only thing we really had was VHS recorders and everything. And you'd be hard pressed if you knew how to work the timer and all the other bullshit <laughs> on there. But yeah. you actually had to be there for a certain set time so you can watch your favorite shows. Yeah. They don't have to do that. Anytime they no. want to watch it, they just pull it up on whatever device they want to watch it on, and there it is, you know. And it was the same thing with information. I don't know about you, but I had to go to the library and check out books. Or yep. my my parents, they bought a encyclopedia set. Uh, set yeah, that's what I was going to say, encyclopedia for sure. I had to look in the encyclopedia. I had to look in the dictionary and all kind of junk like that. Nope. Just pull up my phone here, and I can just fucking Siri, tell me some shit, and she'll tell yep. you some shit. <laughs> That's exactly, yeah, you're totally right, because that's exactly what we used to have to do. We have to crack the encyclopedia, we'd have to go through. I remember I was, I love animals, and I used to, I bought this, like, well, my mom bought this giant thing, and it was, like, all about alien, or it's all about animals, and, like, where they were and their habits, and blah, 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 and it was, like, I was so proud of that, 
And then the other day we got talking about, I think about sharks, gray white sharks or something. And I was like, yeah, I remember back. And then my daughter's like, hey, Siri, tell me about sharks. And just like <laughs> everything. And I'm like, man, fuck you, Siri. <laughs> I was, that was my dad moment. You fucked me. Yeah. But that's an, and it's another thing too, is it's like, it makes them, it, they have more advantages that way, but it also makes them lazy. Cause I also, like, I'm the oldest, well, I'm not the oldest one in the house. Mrs. B Rob is older than me, but don't let her hear me say that. Mm-hmm. Um, kid, when they want to know something, they go straight to an adult and be like, how do you do this or what is this? And so on and so forth. They don't do no independent research on their own. They just come to you, straight to you, tell me the answer so they can go on about their business. Cause I mean, they think it's instantaneous like the internet, you know? Yeah. But like with my kids, I'm just like, before you come to me and ask me questions, you need to exhaust all your means that you know how to use first. Then you come to me for help, <laughs> you know? So like yeah. just simple shit. Like my son, he loved fucking video games, but for the longest time, he didn't know how to set the goddamn thing up, like hook it to the TV and make it uh-huh. work. So he would always come to me. And when he was smaller, you know, I would go hook it up for him or whatever. But like now or whatever, I just be like, you've been playing games for how many years? How the fuck you not know how to do this? You know, I mean, you watch me do it, you know, and you own YouTube. Why you didn't look it up on YouTube? <laughs> but, um, it's just those little things, man. Cause, um, like I'm trying to find a better example than that. It was something. One of my kids came to me asking me about, and it was, I managed, I automatically went back to my childhood when I was in the same predicament and I tried to figure the thing out on my own first before I went to my parents. And I, I just kind of snapped to that uh, realization when they was coming asking me for shit and they'll be like, Hey, how do you do this? And I'd be like, here, this is how you do it. Hey, how do you find this here? This is how you find it. And I was just like, they're not learning nothing that way. I mean, they might get it that one time, but Anytime they have a problem, instead of trying to assess it themselves, they come to me. You know. Yeah, they're gonna call you. Yeah. So I was just like, man, you figure out how to do that shit on your own first, and if you absolutely can't find out how to do it, then you come to me and I show you how. And that's even if I know how to do it. Because <laughs> I don't know a lot of things. Is there anything, sorry, this is sort of on topic, sort of off topic. Is there anything that you've learned to do from watching a video on YouTube? Like for, for myself, I, the, uh, the first time I ever changed oil in my car, I went to YouTube and they showed me exactly what to do. And that was one of those moments where I was like, holy fuck, like the internet does have the answers. Yeah. Um, I had an old, uh, pickup truck, um, when I was living in Missouri and it, it was just that it was just like a truck to get me from the house to work. You know, I didn't want to use a uh, other vehicle cause it was fairly new. So I got it with problems and like, the, mm-hmm. um, it had automatic locks on the doors, but they didn't work. <laughs> so I always had to get my damn key out to open the door and everything. And that's irritating as fuck when, when you, like I said, the advances in technology, right? Yeah. Now, now I can just, pull the door handle and my door pops open or I can press the little key fob and it automatically unlocks my doors. 
You know, you get used to those certain comforts and everything. And when I get this truck, I damn go to pull the door handle out of instinct. I was like, okay, yeah, this doesn't work like that. (laughs) And then I have a key fob on the key ring, but I hear it. I'm pressing it. I'm hearing it click, but the door isn't unlocking. So I'm like, well, what the fuck? Shit must be broke. So I go to a a local dealer or whatever. and I'm like, hey, I want to get these shits fixed. You know, he's said some outlandish price and I was like nah I just deal with it I just use my car keys yeah that's right I uh, I think I'll just I'll just deal with it <laughs> so one day out of curiosity I just went on YouTube like you said and I was like how do I fix this thing and it's like alright you need to buy two of the um, little lock motors or whatever and um, you can get these for like four or five bucks and I was like what <laughs> four or five bucks and then um I got I bought the parts online and um got them home, got the right tools, and damn I just start jabbing in my damn door frame. <laughs> 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 Popping the damn um old locks on off and putting the new ones on and boom, the shit worked. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. So it was that. And then it was just like a couple of other things that I would um like when I try to use programs like Photoshop or something. If I'm trying to figure out how to do, use a certain tool or do a certain technique, I would go on YouTube and look up uh, tutorials and shit. Yeah, we do a lot of that um, as well. Because I'll, I'll just come out with shit and I'll be like, Razor, I need you to do this. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how to do that. I'm like, you can figure it out. I need, <laughs> I need my head on a Tyrannosaurus tomorrow. And just like that. The most random shit, and the next day I got my head on Tyrannosaurus. Like, too sweet. I need it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And then, like, it's it's just so so crazy. And the only thing I can't find is how to make money on YouTube. <laughs> well, well first, no, first you go to yeah, you go to settings, <laughs> then you go to monetization yes. options. Then oh, you, that's uh, it. Then you add ads to your video. <laughs> shit, shit, that's it. Who <laughs> knew? <laughs> Oh shit! But yeah, man, you, um, you took you, you was talking about how you took the hiatus and everything. I mean, how did it feel when you was when y'all had that time off? Uh good. I mean, at first, you it's funny because you you get into it, right? Like you get kind of a routine of what you want to do, and mm-hmm. and you want to make sure you have that show at every week, and the pressure, and blah blah blah. And, and so for the first week we didn't have a show, like I, I started getting the junkie itch and I was like, oh man, what are we doing? Like, this is crazy. Nobody's going to listen if we take two months off and blah, blah, blah. And, and then we went camping and then it was my birthday and then we started in on some other projects and then September was here two months later and I'm like, holy shit, uh, maybe we don't have to go back to podcasting. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's just kind of nice to step away a little bit, refocus. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how um, I feel when I have like a snafu like I did this past week. You know, everything. I had a guest on, a sock monkey Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and we sat there and we talked for about 30, 45, well, not, it wasn't that long, about 30 minutes about uh, professional wrestling, one of the things I love. And um, now that shit is just poof, gone like that, man. It was on my computer. I was like, yeah, all right, I'm going to reset my computer tonight. I saved the file. In the morning, I'll edit this shit, and I have a new episode for Sunday. Then I go ahead, my computer was like, now, nah, fuck you, dog. 
then it dabbed on me. <laughs> oh, did the dab on computer? Yeah, no. There's been uh, there's been a couple of shows I've been on um, where that's happened, where episodes get lost or or like the audio just shits itself or just random. Like we're we're so at mercy with these fucking computers. Yeah, no. I think I um, I cursed myself because um, I went on the Just in Time podcast and um it was our first time you know having audio conversation and everything and i was on that show and we talked for over two hours had fun you know it was a great conversation and everything and um on their end they didn't have the audio set up right so all they got was their end of the audio and not mine oh yeah. so it was just two hours of them like uh-huh yeah uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> with nobody talking to them <laughs> I still would have put it out. <laughs> I, I I wish <laughs> I might try to get that from him. Put it on my patron shit. <laughs> <laughs> Here's an exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I I teased him about it. You know, just in good fun. I mean, I wasn't mad about it. Shit happens. Yeah. But um, not so long after that, I had um the breaking night creative on my um, podcast. Is a guy. He's a professional wrestler. He's also uh, a craftsman. He makes all the things with his hands and tools and shit. Oh. And his uh, co-host is um head of a freaking comic book. You know, I don't know what they call him. A company. There you go. Boom. I said it. And um, we was on there. Same thing, man. Great uh connection with those two guys. One of the dudes is funny as fuck. Sean, not Sean Fuller. To be confused with horribly awkward, but mm-hmm. he was just loud. He was as funny as fuck, man. And it was great. It's probably like almost two hours worth of content there as well. Uh, same thing. Saved the file, uh, turned the computer off, came back the next day, file corrupted. <laughs> Shit's gone. And I was like, no. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. Yeah, but I know better this time. I got the computer reset up, and I got everything to save on either the cloud or my fucking portable hard drive. So there you go. Yeah. So, so I ain't losing this shit again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's oh that sucks. Yeah, I don't I don't think I've had anything knock on wood. Anything of ours? Shit, I'm knocking on wood too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just knock on all the shit. Yeah. So and and I get it, like it, it sucks, but at the end of the day, it was still kind of a cool conversation. So it's not a total loss, but yeah. it's one of those things you're like, I wish people, other people, got to hear too. Yeah, because I mean, the podcast is not so much for me to put myself out there. I mean, I'm gonna do that. I guess I do that regardless. It's my show, but you know, people that I really have on here, I mean, I I I I dig what they're doing or whatever, or we just have some kind of mutual thing, and I want them to get themselves out there you know mm-hmm. and you know those guys they have their own podcast and um what to do craven knight he the craftsman he just started up his own youtube deal or whatever where he shows how he makes a lot of his things and you know i think what he does is really cool you know I, he has some talent and i wanted him on the show with his co-host so they can put their stuff out there because dude got a comic book you know company and he is just starting on his uh, journey into craftsmanship. I guess that's a job. And I want them to put their stuff out there. Yeah. No, I mean, that's that's fucking awesome, man. And that's what we do. We we have people on uh, on our show that we give a shit about, too. Like, 
there's been a couple of guys that I've set up, and then just as it's getting closer, I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really give a shit what this guy has to say, like celebrities and stuff like that. And, and like, I wish I could feel it's that pretty, way. <laughs> it's it's pretty ruthless, but I, I just, I'm, I'll just call it off, like. Because just like you said, I want to give time to people that I give a shit about or people I actually feel deserve it or, or, or anything like that. And I've met some fucking amazing people through this. Like, yeah. who, I, some people do movies, some people do music. Um, I had one young lady on that, uh, she has her own liquor company. And mm. I was so nervous about it because I'm like, I think she was one of the first females on Fearcast. Because, like, I've had my wife on, but she's my wife. She Yeah, she doesn't count. <laughs> she don't count. She's not real. Um, so I'm like, hold up, like, what am I going to say? Like, am I going to drop the C-bomb? Is there going to be problems? And then, like, two seconds into it, she just starts, fuck this, fuck that. And I'm like, oh, perfect. This is going to be great. And then we, we went for almost two hours, I think. Yeah, so be like, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. This could have been terrible, but thank you. <laughs> yeah. Now, we're talking about, you know, with different guests and everything and, um, you know, some of the woes of uh, podcasting and everything. What don't you like about podcasts? Like some of the things that irk your nerves, just little things or just what you don't like about the process in general? Um, I don't know, man. It's funny. Like, I kind of like it all. I like the recording. I like the editing. Shit. Fuck Um, you. I don't like no editing at all. Right, yeah, and maybe I, yeah, I think it's different for me because Razor used to do all the editing for everything. He still does the majority, but I was like, "Show me how!" And after he showed me how to do some stuff, like I, I just, I, I just dig it a little bit. Um, where I, I know a lot of people hate the editing process. Um, but with podcasting, I find the the shit that irritates me the most is like, there's a there's it's funny because about a year ago. It, the community was a lot different. Like it, yeah. it felt like there was a lot more of like, let's all band together, let's mm-hmm. let's all grow together, whatnot. And lately, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I feel like a ton of these fools think they're rock stars now. Yeah, and and, and like they're everybody's just doing the same shit. Like I I don't know, and that, I just I don't get it. So I, I I find the most irritating thing about podcasting is a lot of these fucking podcasters out here don't understand. That unless you're making fucking bank, yeah. you're just like the rest of us. Just have a good time. You don't got to call people out or take shots at other podcasts because whatever reason you think you're better than them. That shit's all just drama unnecessary. Yeah. I feel you, man. It was just like um, it was a within a year because, I mean, that's how long I've been doing the thing. I remember when I first started out, I mean, I felt like I had tons and tons of support you know people retweeting my stuff um asking me for promos for their shows you know come on be a guest and everything like that but as the year went on man yeah just that shit started kind of disappearing it was getting to the point to where like i had to go out and start asking people can i be on their show and shit you know mm-hmm. and um and some of the people that i would um i reached back to in the past was like hey man um i can't do it right now but you know, let's hook up and do a show later. And then, you know, I revisit those people. Like, hey, man, we was talking about doing the show. And it's like, nah, I can't do it right now. You know, <laughs> maybe later, <laughs> maybe, maybe later. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's it. That's exactly right. Like even even like with with this, I like had to throw it out there because after the hiatus, I'm like, all right, so what should I do? Because we're going to bring our shows back. But I want to get 
get out there, get some some murmurs going on. So I threw it out. I'm like, hey, anybody want a guest on the show? And like, you reached out right away. And uh, and Tim from Rolling Off the Track, and that was about it. Mm-hmm. Where like a year ago, fuck everybody was trying to get me on the show. Yeah. And you know what was funny? I was one of them motherfuckers a year ago too. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll do it later. <laughs> Uh, uh, good times. You, you gave me a good belly chuckle just then. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> uh, no, it's funny, and and I think that's different too. Like a year ago, we were we were way more bit. Like I, I don't know if it was just organization, but like a year ago, we were fucked. Like mm-hmm. between my job doing the two shows at the time, Naked Porch was on our network, so yeah. we had all that that we were we were doing and with working with Ray. And it was just like. Fuck, it just seemed like there was no time where, I don't know, this time around, we're playing it pretty chill. Like, we've we've gotten rid of a lot of stuff. Like, we we don't have a schedule anymore. Like, we used to be like, all right, uh, Fearcast comes out Monday, Naked Porch Wednesday, mm-hmm. and uh, and then Fifth Cast Friday. And then in between that, we would have movie reviews and uh, YouTube videos. And it was just, like, constant. I, every day I was working plus actually working. Yeah, and like at my job, I work like twelve to fourteen hours a day, depending on how shitty it is. And I'm like, I was just burnt out. So people asked me to come on the show, and I'd want to, and 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 I would try to set things up, and things would fall through, and blah blah blah. And like this time around, we we're like, you know what? We'll do a show, and when we do a show, we'll just put it out, and that's just the way it's gonna be. We're not gonna be anything. We're not gonna say this day. We're not gonna say. Uh, every two weeks we're not gonna and like i don't know it's the last a couple of weeks have just been fucking great because i feel like we're way more productive than we've ever been in like quality shit mm-hmm. um where before it was more about quantity than quality and and i don't know sometimes i think you just need to take a step back realize it's just speaking on a mic like you said it's just words yeah and uh, and then just just refocus to what you want to do and where you want to go. And so ever since the the hiatus, things have been so much more calmer. It's allowed me to to jump on here and uh, and if anybody else wants to have me on, for sure we can work it out. Yeah, uh, maybe later. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, I don't know. It's still fun, and I think that's the big thing for me. It's still fun. Four years into it, 200-something episodes later, I still have fun. I still like to sit down, meet new people, talk to people about anything, and uh, and I don't know. I'm still enjoying it, and uh, you do a great job, Rob. Thank you. I appreciate it. Virtual high five. Yeah. <laughs> I just dabbed on you, too. <laughs> oh, you son of a... I knew it! I felt like there was a dab on that end. <laughs> Oh shit! Um, before we wind down or whatever, I, I've been meaning to ask you at the top of the damn podcast. Uh, fear, fear ends, mm-hmm. whatever. What, what what's that all about? You like scary shit? Yes, I do. Um, so yeah, it's kind of funny. So the the nickname fear stemmed from uh my Xbox tag. Mm-hmm. So um, I play a lot of Call of Duty, and uh, so. My Xbox tag, gamer tag, is the Fear Agenda, and that was actually supposed to be a band name that I, I was trying to start up um, back in my college days, and trying to get a band together 
is like herding cats. Oh, like yes. it's just it's the toughest. Once you have like wives and kids and all, it's just it's insane. So it never ended up being a band, but it ended up being my Xbox tag. And so whenever I'd play Xbox, instead of people calling me the agenda, they'd just call me Fear, and and that just kind of stuck. Um, after after Xbox, people just started calling me Fear. And yeah, and I, I love horror and I love metal and all that shit. So I started Fearcast as kind of like my own show about whatever I wanted to talk about. And yeah, so now I just introduce myself as Fear Innes, and and aside from fucking Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, it's Fear Innes everywhere except for Facebook because they are assholes. Yeah, what what was up with that? I I, I remember hearing about it, but what was the deal? So. I, on Facebook, I had Fear Ennis as my name for, I don't know, three years. And then somebody must have reported me that that wasn't my real name. So then Facebook reaches out, freezes your account, asks for proof of what your name is. Um, and I probably, I actually probably could have fought it because I have enough stuff that says Fear Ennis um, that I probably could have fought it but i just at the time i was too busy and i was like fuck it and uh and so i just changed it uh to sean and uh and i wasn't the only one there's a couple of guys that uh that got burnt at exactly like the same time so i don't know if somebody in the community was butthurt maybe maybe i called them retarded or something i don't know but uh but yeah so a couple of us johnny white trash he got he got burnt and had to change his name back. And there was a couple other guys, too. So it was just this weird coincidence. But yeah. apparently apparently Facebook wants to know all your shit and they want it correct. That way, when they sell your shit later to other advertising companies, it's correct. <laughs> yeah, because I think I had um, B-Rob up there on my shit for the longest. I don't know. Whatever, dude. Yeah, I don't know. So, And then I think, I think Johnny was telling me that once... Once it goes past a certain point, like you're locked in. Like I don't, I don't know if I can change my name again, um, but uh, I might try again. Yeah, and just see what happens. Is um, after so many, like if you since you just changed, you have to wait so many days before you can change it again. No, oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's so weird. Be, I could, you could be fucking anything you want on Twitter. They don't give a shit. You could be like, I eat poop. Among Us. And then they're like, okay, Poop Among Us, no problem. Hope you have a great day. Hashtag, do your thing. And (laughs) Facebook is like, no. We'd like to know who you are personally. I I guess. Yeah. Because like you said, they got to sell your secrets to China. Exactly. Mm. Um, You ever applied for the verified stamp on your account yet? Um, I have for the Twitter and they told me to run along. Um, <laughs> I do it just for shits uh, and giggles. I know they're gonna tell me no. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's you can. And now, and it's even better now because, like, before you had to jump through all these hoops, and now yeah. if you just go to add verified, you, there's like a form or something you fill out, and I I do it every couple of weeks because fuck them. Yeah. And uh, and I I don't know I don't know exactly what what yeah. you need for Facebook. There's like a list of shit, so you like need your bills to come as whatever your company is and blah, 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 and, like, all this kind of crazy shit. Mm-hmm. And eventually I'm going to do it because fuck you, Facebook. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, not yet. I've had a I've had a couple of people that I've, 
I've got to try to help. Like I'm, I'm good friends with the CEO of, uh, um, oh shit. It just, I, I want to say metal blade, but it's not, it's eclipse records. And, uh, mm. all, so all his bands that have been on my show are all verified. And, uh, I was like, man, so you're verified. All the bands that are on are verified, but my fucking show's not verified. I'm like, is there anything you can do? And he's like, nah, I don't know who does that. I'm like, ah, oh. yeah. Well, um, if you go to your settings and you go to monetization and you, is that how you do it, okay. And you put the ads on there. That's that's probably how you get verified. Um, I'll probably do that later. <laughs> but hey, man, four years in, uh, fucking fifty-one k followers, a hundred thousand or more views on your YouTube. What's next for FYFC? Uh, well, part of the hiatus that we took, actually, we started filming a movie. Oh, stamp. Yeah, so it's it it did not go very well. <laughs> um, we it's a short, so it should end up somewhere between ten and fifteen minutes. And uh, actually, it was it it was originally a creepypasta written by my daughter, who was eleven at the time. And so I adapted it to a screenplay, and uh, and then kind of worked it out. So we were going to shoot it over four days, and then the first day our lead was sick, and then. We had a couple of days that we, it just didn't work, so then we crammed it all into one day. And by the end of that day, we ended up with like a four-minute movie, and uh, everything that could go wrong went wrong. And like, it's funny because, in some ways, that's exactly how I thought and how I wanted it to go. Mm-hmm. Because I want to get all that shit out. I want I want everything to fail now, mm-hmm. so that when we try again, I know what to do. So. At this point, I'm revamping the script um, just to make it a little bit longer, and uh, and then over the next couple of months, we're going to be working on that, and uh, and then hopefully, um, we were hope we wanted to have it out for Halloween, but I don't think I can't see that happening. So it'll yeah. probably be Halloween next year. Yeah, man, scripts. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I- that's what I was talking about earlier, man. If you put me in front of some shit to improv, I'll whip you up a masterpiece. But if you give me a script to read lines, I'm like, uh, and then Johnny and them had went down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, well, that's why I'm not acting. I'm just directing. Cause I, I would ad lib every line cause I, I would not remember it. <laughs> All right, man. Big things on the horizon. You had a whole bunch of success behind you. And I wish you the best moving on forward, bro. But we're going to go ahead and uh, close it out. Why don't you go ahead and plug all your things, but not your orifices? Oh, good. Oh, geez. I better take that out of there. (laughs) Um, yeah, man. So if you, if you like, uh, you like the chat that we just had or you want to see more about what I'm about, uh, you can head over to fyfcstudios.com. It's got links to all of our social media because um, we're on all of them. You have to be nowadays. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, also over there, you can check out our YouTube channel. Uh, everything is FYFC Studios. Um, so you can check out the YouTube. You can check out the podcast, movie reviews. Everything is at that one-stop website. And, uh, and then, yeah, reach out. You can always hit me up uh, via email, fear at fyfcstudios.com, or I am the one you're talking to on all social media because the other two said they ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for that shit. Exactly. So it'll be me, man, and uh, reach out anytime. For sure. 
And as always, you've been the guest of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. And as I tell everyone, you've been here once. And if you want to come back and for whatever reason uh, to dab on me or to tell me how to turn <laughs> on the monetization <laughs> and everything, you're welcome to come back. The door is always open. Okay. All right. That was awesome. And that's it. Dab on them. <laughs> it was great talking with your man fear. You know, it's just like you talk. I call him my, my OGs or whatever, because he's been in a podcasting game or shit. You can call this shit broadcasting for um, going over four years, man. And he, you can see he still has a lot of good ideas, a lot of things that they want to try over there at the fifth studios. So, I mean, I wish him luck as well as everybody that's um, doing something they didn't enjoy or love or have um, an interest in. I wish you the best of luck in all your future endeavors. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up now. You done heard the words and the things and stuff. Um, I'll be uh, better suited for my next podcasting interview. I'm trying to get back with uh, Sock Monkey Mike. So we can uh, redo that interview. I hate doing that shit. And um, all the other interviews to come should be um, back on track. I thank you for listening. And you can find me on Twitter at It's B-Rob. That's I-T-S-B-R-O-B. If you want to talk professional wrestling and other general shenanigans, that's the place you do it. Um, if you want to see me on Instagram, acting an ass and taking some funny pictures and doing some cray cray videos up in the walmart i'm not doing any dabs i should do one after this episode and i ain't talking about the drugs shout out to the jnt baggers and so um you can follow me on instagram look up the random rounds with rob and there i will be also go to the random not the random but random robcast.com random robcast.com where you can find other ways to contribute to the show um, you can do it with Amazon links. All you do is click on it and take it to Amazon. You shop and you don't pay extra. And I get a little kickback on the back end. Or if you go to the artist spotlight page and you look up all the musical guests that have been on my show, you can see, you can click on that music, get previews, maybe even buy some of it. I get a little kickback on the end. You, the only thing you're paying for is their music or you just downloading it. If you got Apple music, a 30 day free Amazon Prime subscriptions, click the links. I got merchandise for sale. You can buy some shirts and all kind of stuff. Um, what else? Oh, you can be a patron like Brendan McIntyre and Glenn Abbott and you get cool incentives. Just ask them. Follow them on Twitter. And um, yeah, you can Facebook. I mean, it's. I post stuff over there. Nobody else does. But you can go on Facebook and look up the Random Rounds with Rob. And yeah, that's it. Uh, the pipe bomb with McCool and Company is no more. Uh, that was a thing that I used to co-host on. Uh, they went in a different direction. And that direction uh, wasn't the same one I was going in. So no longer part of the pipe bomb with McCool and Company. As shit, Josh left the week prior and if I knew if I was gonna that was gonna be my last show, I would have rolled off into the sunset too. But hey, man, it is what it is. No hard feelings. Still love those guys, and gonna keep on keeping on. Still gonna be now the Pipe Bomb Crew versus the New Age Insiders at WrestleMania. So down in New Orleans, we are gonna have a Bayou Brawl. We are gonna have a Bourbon Street Bonanza. 
is going down in the DMs. Kind of. Not really. All right. And that's it. The Round Rounds with Rob was in association with Hush Your Face Entertainment. And um, you can go find out more of them, more of the shows that are associated with Hush Your Face Entertainment on HushYourFace.com, which you're about to hear here in the outro. Thank you. I'll see you next time. Your face is coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears, bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us, sick ass pods that'll make you hush. www.hushyourface.com.